This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. And I'm your host, Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it as we end this week and have just a couple of weeks before Christmas. So if you're listening to a replay show of ours, this is December the 9th. You've got a couple of weekends left before we actually get into Christmas. Actually, not much, though. You've got this weekend, next, and then it's actually Christmas weekend. We may actually play this show again as we get around the Christmas holiday season. So if it is close to that, uh, Merry Christmas to you all, and uh, hopefully you're all having a great holiday season, and have had a great Thanksgiving already as well. All right, several things I want to talk about today, and as we always say, we are preparing you for the what-ifs of life, and that could be anything that comes along. We saw news this past week of substations being shot at. I'll get into that here in just a little bit. I did just get, I mean, I get a weather report daily given what we do for a living in my business, but this one actually came from AccuWeather, from their global weather center. This is as of today, just came out a few minutes ago. An enormous cross-country storm is likely to be at its worst over the central United States early next week when a potential tornado outbreak may occur at the same time a blizzard rages about 1,000 miles farther to the north. The same storm will also raise the risk of flooding in the Tennessee Valley, causing temperatures to plunge, winds to howl in the southwest. It could even spread some snow and ice into the northeast later in the week. You name it, this storm will bring in terms of wild weather next week, AccuWeather's chief on-air meteorologist Bernie Reno said. Now, I went on to read the rest of the article, the <clears throat> rest of the, of the bulletin, I should say. And yes, it will, in fact, impact... Colorado, Wyoming, the Dakotas, uh, this is going to be very, very widespread. Those of you traveling next week, most of them, you know, most of you probably aren't traveling for Christmas quite yet, although this will be an extended storm and will, will impact numerous states. So some of you may actually be, you know, traveling for various reasons and so on. And again, I don't know what everybody's individual situation is, but if you are, be safe. And again, this is partly why we're here to give you guys some uh, ideas on what to do, how to stay safe, and so on. Now, I also realize, and this is where uh, a lot of you listening, we have various degrees of expertise of people that listen to us. We've got folks like John up in Cheyenne who could probably do the show himself. Not, not exaggerating, John. You know a lot about the preparedness end of things, have taught me a lot of things uh, not only on this program, but the other programs that I host as well. And uh, together, you know, we send b- things back and forth and have learned a lot of things. So thank you. And a lot of you do the same thing. I also know that we have a lot of individuals out there that listen that may not have much experience with the things we're talking about at all. And just tune in to try to determine the things that we talk about and how they could potentially apply those to their own lives. So we have... Everything, in my opinion, from you know a, a beginner that's just trying to make sure they have some of the basic things at hand to those folks that are extremely prepared like John and Cheyenne and are pretty much ready for whatever you know, situation might be thrown at them. 
So sometimes you may hear me talk about things that seem very elementary, and some of you may think, ah, come on, John, move on. We already know that. Well, you do. And what I would ask you is, does all of your family know those things? I mean, extended family, aunts, uncles, nephews, nieces, and so on. And if the answer is no, well, then that's what we're trying to do here is what you would be trying to do with those individuals as well. How do we get everybody on the same page to try to get as many people prepared as possible? Because I will tell you that just observation and even seeing some of the minor things that come along, most people are not prepared. The vast majority of people are not prepared. We already know the statistics where if there's a big uh, storm of any kind, what happens even at the grocery store level and how, how long it takes or how little time it takes, I should say, for the store shelves to be emptied. Real quick, plug for Alan Stack, Stack Optical. I want to make sure I mention that. Speaking of being prepared, making sure you have all the right eyewear, that your eyes are, are where they need to be no matter what, that your vision is where it needs to be, that you have the proper vision wear at all times, especially if you need corrective lenses. But even if you don't need corrective lenses, you need sunglasses at different times to protect your eyes. In fact, the biggest mistake a lot of us make when we're younger is not wearing some of those things. So Alan Stack, Stack Optical, he is the go to guy get your prescription filled there you can actually get your eye exam done as well he's got a great doctor on staff you name it they've got it all and it doesn't matter whether you're looking to spend a little bit of money or a lot because really he's he runs the gamut as far as the different glasses and products and things that he can sell you but for a lot of you guys that are in the outdoor end of things he's got the stack pack i call it where you can really take a set of glasses and put all the different lenses in them that you need for any different occasion, and he'll custom make those to whatever you need done. Alan Stack, Stack Optical, 303-321-1578 is his number, 303-321-1578. Speak of the devil, John, what's up, sir? Hey, you made me feel good. Thank you. That was nice. You're very welcome. You I mean, said. and again, you are, you know, you are one of those... You know, like I, seasoned guys that really does understand some of these things. And, and let's face it, John, you're one of those guys where if there's a, a problem, you know, you're the guy people in the family go to to figure out what do you do next. And, and I think a lot of families, well, maybe I'm saying this wrong. I was going to say a lot of families, I think, have one of those individuals. Or in this day and age, John, do we? I don't know. Um, one of the things that I always ask everybody is, what are you going to do if the power's out for 72 hours in the winter? Great question. Great place to start, right? Great well, and really quick, so, I want to dovetail into what happened this last week to make sure everybody understands where this is coming from. We had a power substation, quote-unquote, shootout. And by the way, this is in Moore County. And John, I'm going to tell you, you know this as well as I, this could happen Anywhere in the U.S., and frankly, if it was coordinated among terrorists, it could happen everywhere in the U.S. at once. Well, do you remember what happened a couple of years ago in Aspen right at Christmas? No. Refresh my memory. When somebody broke into the gas pumping station and shut it off? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And it took... Okay, so, so let's talk about that real quick before... 
No, go ahead. Great, great topic. You go ahead. Turn, no, move on. That's fine. Perfect. You got to turn. Okay, so you got to turn the power back on. You find where the lines. Say it's just one of those ice storms that we get on occasion, or one of those, and it pulls down some lines. Well, the line department in a utility will find the lines and turn it back on. Right. If the gas goes off, all of a sudden you've got air in all those lines. So they first have to go to every connection and turn it off. Ugh. Then they have to air out the lines. Then they have to get back in and start bleeding out into the house, relighting all the pilot yep. lights. You know, yep. ask, um, That's right. who, uh, uh, high five, ask the guys at High Five Plumbing how long it takes them to do a relight after a gas line repair. There you go. So if you lose, if you lose your gas... Just assume it's going to take a half a, a week to get it back. Oh, great if it's point. A big outage. Great point. Because, you, you know, it's, it's going to take most gas companies 36 to 48 hours just to get the distribution system ready mm. before they start mm. lighting up the... And then there's, of course, the priorities, you know. Right. They're getting the hospital back on. They're getting the 911 centers back on. Those people, and a lot of people don't realize that in the utility industry, same, and the electric side, same thing. There's a there's a list of priorities. Oh, so you mean there's a pecking a order, John? Customer. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was. Yeah, so? there's a pecking order for sure. There is. Right. Hospitals, emergency services, things like that. Correct. You want to get those on? You know, you got. You're going to get key Denver, government buildings 200- on. You're going to get medical on. Key office buildings. Yeah. Uh, you know, grocery stores, Social things services, along. The, I mean, yeah. all of those, John, yeah. are going to get on first, right? <laughs> Absolutely, because that's a, you know those are priorities. Get the specific services. Yeah. So let's go. I, the reason I called is you brought up the weather going through next week, and we haven't talked about this. And I could call it tomorrow. We could do it again at ten o'clock. Sure. What's in your car? Yeah. For your winter survival gear. Great event. point. So I have. Um, I picked them up at Sierra Trading Post like ten years ago. They're a set of bib ski pants. I think they were. 30 of, remember, you don't have to buy the top of the line no, for your survival bag. you don't. Just, so I have, I think I paid 40 bucks, but they're a pair of bib ski pants that fit on over my jeans. Extra layer. I have a fleece vest. And, and really, and really an quick, John, on that, car. too, for folks that are, that are listening, these are things, too, John, mm-hmm. to where we're, we're not out for custom fit in fact if you're a large get an x or an xxl because you're going to want to layer on top of everything else under you and you want plenty of room in those things you can almost use them as a sleeping bag think of it that way almost but of course so you want that if i always carry my gloves with me but in my car just in case that one time i forget i have a knit ski cap Yep, and me too. Of fleece gloves. Me too. You know, and that's just that's that's ten bucks, fifteen yep. bucks. I, I have an extra there. jacket and I always other... keep in there on top of all of that as well, John. Just <clears throat> just in case. I mean, typically yeah. you're wearing one, but just in case. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. If you're when you're going out and it looks like it might be weather, make sure what you have on your feet is appropriate. Yes, good point. Too. Great point. Yeah, if like, you're not a like boot wearer wear... all winter long, make sure you have a pair. Or if you've got an old pair of hiking boots, which are better than no boots, true. Throw them in your survival bag in your car or truck. True. Then you always, if you're going, say you're putting on a nice pair of shoes because you're going to dinner or something, and the weather turns. Right. Well, at least you have something to change into. Um, 
and I know most people say they have it on their phone, but a flashlight, a regular old-fashioned yeah. flashlight. Yeah, and I'm, I've gotten the you point, know, John, get, on those to where because they've gotten so inexpensive. I mean, back in the day, I used to mount a rechargeable mag light inside of each vehicle right. I own, but they've gotten so much cheaper now that they'll charge even off the USB. Really, you know, buy one yeah. of the, you know, if you, you don't have to spend a ton of money. Buy an inexpensive USB chargeable flashlight. It'll charge itself at all times. That thing's ready to go no matter what. I bought a couple of years ago the uh, as seen on TV tack light, mm-hmm. best flashlight I ever bought. It was twenty bucks. Maybe. Nice, but this thing throws a great beam and it holds batteries. Uh, pick yourself up a space blanket if you yep. don't have one in the car. Yep. Also, if you want to add, pick yourself up a cheap poncho. Great you can point. Get them like two bucks. You could throw it if you have to walk or you have to get out. That extra layer over will keep what you have on dry a lot. I see it a lot now. People wear puffy jackets, which are super warm. I have one myself, but those are not waterproof. Yeah, they're not very. They're not very water repellent, are they? Right, and if you're out in the snow for a while, you could lose that. You know, and if it's down, as soon as down gets wet, even the dry down, it's done. Loses some of its. uh, That's right. so the the only material for everybody listening, for, uh, most of this is common knowledge. But again, John, there's lots of people listening that yeah. may not no. know this. But if you have any kind of wool undergarment, that is one of the mm-hmm. few items out there that will keep you warm even when wet. Yep. And the other thing is the synthetic, and we started using them more with skiing and stuff, over wool is the synthetic long johns really will wick the moisture they do. away yes, they do. from your skin. Yes. Then if you have like a fleece layer over, that fleece will help absorb that moisture and spread it out. Correct. Because you want to get out. The other thing that if you don't want to carry a cheap poncho, but like I do because I for backpacking in the summer, if I, I, I could throw my rain jacket on over the top of my puffy and add that wind-resistant windbreak. And that's the other thing. You want something with a semi-hard shell to break yep. the wind yep. if you're out in the cold. Agree. Because just like you, you see the wind chill. Now, no, wait, now it's called feels like temperature. But when we grew up, it was it's the wind called wind chill. chill. Right, <laughs> right. Right. But um, if, if you could break the wind, then that'll keep you warmer. And then the other thing is just basic things in the car. Um, if you have a survival bag, I usually buy a, a box of Cliff Bars in the fall. Mm, good idea. And I throw them in the car. Yep. And then in the spring, I take them out and I use them for hiking and backpacking all summer so they don't get super stale. And they got about you know a year I mean? shelf life or so, so as long as you're eating them within that right, time frame, right. you're fine. Sure. And then the other thing is, if you don't have water in the car, you should. Yes. And if you don't have, yes. don't want to carry... Great point. <laughs> you know, and you see a lot of people that are out on long road trips. You know, if you're going on a long road trip, throw a blanket in the car. Yes. Or two. Yes. Because anything you can do. And then the other thing, and this is old school, if you, the amount, if you get stuck, a number 10 can, like a coffee can, mm-hmm. two-pound, two three-count, with a candle inside of it, burning, will provide enough heat to yep. keep your car from getting below freezing inside. Yep. Or your you know, your truck, whatever, right. your vehicle. Right. So these little things that 
all would fit in a small, you know, a medium-sized duffel bag that you could throw in the trunk, in the back seat, on the floor, whatever, will keep you alive right. until well, it's time to go. And then, the, uh, and then the other thing is, I don't know if you know this, but if you have an old cell phone that still works and you have the charger for it, even if the battery doesn't work, you turn it on with the charger. Right. 911 works. Oh, yeah. Will continue as, long, as long as it's new enough to time. connect to the, you know, the, the 4G or 5G network. Yeah. Some of the old CDMA stuff is now mm-hmm. getting phased out. But, yeah, no, John, anything that's, you know, right. that's why I don't throw those old broken cell phones away. As long as it'll turn on, you don't need a SIM card or anything in it. It'll do exactly what you're saying, John. Right. And then, and that's the big thing because you don't know. You get out of the car to fix a flat, and you drop your phone in the snow, and it's and you can't it's find gone. it. Yeah. And now you need to call them. And the other thing we talked about on Drive Radio: go and pick up a cheap safety vest. Yes. I mean, they cost. It, are they less than ten bucks? Oh, in places? some cases, John, they're two or three bucks. They're cheap. Right, and pick it. Harbor Freight, I think they're three. And I know Harbor you're Freight's got them. Napa's got them. I mean, John, they're all over the map. I mean, you, you can get them anywhere. Yeah, I got one from my old employer because they were, they were like, no, our uh, old our old uh, CEO. He was like, safety at work is safety at home. Take a safety vest and put it in your car. Take a pair of mm-hmm. safety glasses if That's you're right. going to be working around the house. That's right. I want you safe. That's the other thing. The eye protection. If you think you're going to be out for an extended period in snow, good. Su- you will get sunburn on your eyes. Yes, you will. If the sun's out and it's fully that's and right. the snow's glaring. That's right. So either that or, again, I have a cheap pair of ski goggles, they call them. I think they were 30 bucks or 20 bucks. Those work, bucks. too. But they have a polarized lens. But the other thing that's nice is if the snow is blowing, it creates a seal around your eyes mm-hmm. and nose, mm-hmm. which helps, you know. Just keeps you warmer. Sunglasses are great. Yeah, but also your sunglasses are great. But if the snow's blowing that bad, it might blow around them, and you don't want to get it. No, in that's your right. Eye. No, yeah, great point, John. And so, again, just, and again, for for, just, for a lot of you listening, there's a lot of this stuff, and you know this, John. You know, especially in the summertime. I know we're not there yet, but you know, these are the types of things that folks mm-hmm. have at you know yard sales, or you can pick up at Goodwill or places along oh, those yeah. lines. I mean, the, you know, <clears throat> these these are things oh, yeah. where you're not looking for the perfect ske- set of ski goggles as long as they fit your face, even no. if there's a little bit of a scratch or something in it who cares I, i'm gonna throw a bone out if you're looking for cheap stuff that will last you for survival go to your sierra trading post they got the you know last year's models there you seconds, go but the stuff i have gotten there has never let me down and then the other thing they say is don't leave your car yep i don't agree leave, you see you I hear agree. more unless you like you're like me where i have to park at the county road and walk to the house and I have that marked, and I have a headlamp. That's the other thing. If you if you don't want to buy, have a flashlight, have a headlamp right. to walk with. I know how to get there. Plus, I have markers, reflective markers, to know to get to the house. But I only usually do that in the daylight anyway. I, don't, I try to avoid doing it in the dark if I don't have to right. do it in an emergency. Right. No, no you, John, but you just brought up a great the, point. What the, biggest, the biggest issue a lot of folks have is they leave the vehicle, which you should never do. Right. Right, because at least, and then the other thing is, if if you have some some kind of cloth, I know some vehicles now don't have antennas, but if you still have an antenna, you have a piece of white cloth or something, tie it to the antenna, mm-hmm. make yourself, you know, mm-hmm. just a little something extra, and then you know, if you call nine one one and they say, well, we know where you are, we're going to be there, just sit tight. 
yep. and stay put. That's right. The, the, just remember, because those emergency service people that are going to come out are risking themselves to come to you. So mm-hmm. don't make their job harder. Exactly. And then, I don't know, if you want to go to the last step, uh, is my satellite communicator if you don't have cell service. That, and, and remind everybody what that is. I looked it up. It's a great idea. What is that, okay. John? Okay, it's called the one I have is called Zolio. Garmin makes them. Mm-hmm. Spot makes them. And what it is is it's it's a satellite communicator. It's twenty bucks a month is the subscription. I got mine on sale. It's regularly two hundred. I got it on sale at REI for one fifty. That was last May. It was on sale again with their uh, Black Friday sale for the same one fifty. And what it does is it uses an app on your phone, and you can text to anyone in, in the world because it connects to the Iridium satellite system. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know. And what it does is it allows you, if you're out where there's no cell service, to check in with your people and text them, say, hey, we're camping, I'm okay. It also has an SOS button. And to use the SOS button, you have to open a flap, and then you push this button. And even in the instructions, they say, once you push that button, stay put because you're going to communicate. And that button will send an emergency text to two people that you select that you're in trouble, and it will also notify search and rescue, and they will refer that to the nearest search and rescue based on your GPS coordinates, which will be sent with that emergency text. Nice. And then just... To give you an example, um, we went backpacking in the Wind River Range over Mm -hmm. the summer, and I told you this, but other people might not be listening. We were probably an hour and a half from the nearest cell service. We were seven miles up into a wilderness area, and I got a text that my mom passed away. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, you know. Right. Right? But I was able, as soon as that text buzzed in, I was able to text back and forth with my daughter and find out everything that happened. Nice. Nice. And had... Had it been five years ago, wouldn't have been able to do that. You know, these have been out longer than that, right? And then, so what would have happened? She would have had to try to contact the Forest Service, right? Get a ranger and everything. Oh, and that's the last thing. If you're, especially, I don't know if you saw it. There was already some avalanches. Yes, there have. Going out in the backcountry, whether you're going to, whether you're going to go snowshoeing, cross country skiing, backcountry skiing. If you're going to go out in the backcountry. Let somebody who's not going to be with you know where you're going to be that's and right. when you're going to be back. That's right. Yep. Because, you know, yep. that's, that's the right. biggest thing, John, that people get lost because they don't tell somebody where they are, and then all of a sudden they're in trouble. That's and right. Nobody knows for two days. And that's then, right. And then we find them. And, John, it happens hey, all John, the time. Too often. Yep. And it's just a little bit of common sense. So this storm that you were talking about. Yep. I, I guarantee if we talk next Friday, we'll be talking about these subjects. I guarantee you, you're correct. You're correct, somebody, John. Yep. Somebody getting stuck, yep. somebody getting hurt, that's right. somebody get, God forbid, somebody dying. That's right. But, and that's the other thing. The other thing is, and you and I are Christians, stop and say a prayer when you do get stuck. 
Amen. He'll help you stay. Amen. Alive. John, good. I'll, Amen, I'll close brother. it with that. That's, a, that's a good ending. Good one, John. Appreciate you, man, very much. Got to take a break. Thanks, as always. And uh, again, uh, this is Ready Radio. And please, all of our sponsors that we have that make this show happen on a weekly basis, use them. Tell them you use them. It makes makes my life a lot better. And and they know exactly what they're doing as far as their advertising dollars are concerned. So please let them know you heard them here. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream, even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. 
Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. We have a great network of people, too, by the way, that uh, listen to the program and add in. So, John from Cheyenne, thank you. We had another caller that called in there right as John was finishing up, and uh, ta- Charlie talked to him through the break. Another great idea to add to what we were talking about with John is in your vehicle, which is these things are cheap, so the space blankets. Buy a few extra. And here's why, and this is a great idea. And the spa- you, know, you guys, for those of you that don't know, space blankets, you can typically buy them now. If you go to Amazon or numerous different places, you can typically buy them in like a pack of six or ten. Really inexpensive. And I, I guess spank- space blankets came from the space industry back when we were going to the moon and stuff. They're uh, reflective on one side. They uh, you know, basically keep the heat in. They work very well. And how that technology works, I'm, I'm not that guy. I just know they do. Here's another tip for using them, though. This particular listener had a great idea. And we're already going to have duct tape in the car because that's one of the things we've talked about having. In fact, somebody called in a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, one of the great ways to carry duct tape is the flashlight John and I were talking about a little bit ago. Take some duct tape and just go ahead and pre-wrap your flashlight. Not, you know, not to keep the flashlight intact, but to have duct tape storage so you don't have this big roll kicking around. If you want to throw a roll in the car, hey, you might guess, you know, more power to you. But if you just need some duct tape and you never want, you know, you're always wondering, you know, did somebody steal the roll or whatever? Well, just take about 10 feet of it and just wrap it around the handle of your flashlight or any other type of item that you've got. You can always then unravel In fact, if you do duct tape correctly and you tear it down the middle, you end up, instead of that 10 feet, you now have 20 feet of usable duct tape that's about an inch wide. So here's the key to the extra space blankets. If you end up being stuck, like John and I were talking about a moment ago, and you're in the vehicle, and keep in mind, we're not leaving the vehicle. And and by the way, John, thank you, because that's a huge tip. Do not leave your vehicle. So you've got these extra space blankets. You now are going to cover the insides of the windows with the space blankets. One, it's going to keep more of the heat inside the car. Number two, it gives a reflectiveness 
to the glass now so that as people are looking for you and the sun shining on it or a flashlight, you now have that reflective coating you know, pointing to the outside of the window. We're going to put these on the inside of the window, not the outside, just to make sure that, again, we're keeping the, the heat and everything in the vehicle. But we're going to put these all around. Some of you already have windshield uh, protective, you know, how do you want to say it? In the, in the summertime, you use them to keep the vehicle cold, where they'll actually keep the vehicle warm in the wintertime as well. You already have some of those that you could just pop up into the window. If you don't, they'll put the space blanket up there in front as well, put it in the back window, side windows, and so on. And now you've got yourself really wrapped into the vehicle. Now, a lot of you think, okay, how do I make sure that we have air coming into the vehicle? Uh, vehicles are not airtight, folks. There is enough openings between the vent system you know that, that the heater uses and so on where and even in the doors itself and so on where you know that's why a vehicle is not watertight if it gets submerged in water eventually it will sink because everything fills in so air will come in you don't have to worry about that uh, if you ever feel like okay i need to crack a window to a little bit of air and you can do that or you can crack the door open again we're going to be getting in and out to use the restroom and do things along those lines anyways hopefully you're using the restroom because if you brought water along, like John talked about a moment ago, you'll have to. And yeah, you know, something we haven't really talked much about on this program, but there's just an old, I, I, I don't know if it's wives' tale isn't the right way to say it. Rule of thumb, probably the best way for me to say this. Rule of thumb. If you aren't going to the bathroom every two to three hours, you're not drinking enough. It's that simple. If you're going numerous hours on hours on hours and you're not having to urinate, you haven't drank enough and you're going to get dehydrated. It's really that simple. Other uh, rule of thumb is when you, I hate to get you know technical here, but when you're urinating, if your urine is extremely, extremely yellow and it's not more clear, you're not drinking enough. Those are things to watch for when you're in these situations because the last thing you want is to get dehydrated. And again, we, we've talked about this before. You can go a lot longer with no food than you can with no water. You have to have water. So at any given time, I, I think especially whether it's summertime, wintertime, doesn't make any difference. If you don't have a couple of liters of water that you're carrying around inside the car at all times, you probably don't have enough water. Now, you could do that with a water bottle in each cup holder, each door pocket, underneath the seat, in the trunk, in your bag that John talked about, you name it. You know, just buy some some pre-packaged you know packaged water and or a canteen or however you want to do that. But typically, the, the bottled water is really easy to carry around. Just, you know, just have that, stick it inside, and away you go. Now, one thing to remember is... If that's in the trunk or areas that are not heated in the car, will they freeze? Yes, they will. If you park your car outside and you leave a water bottle that's in just a regular bottle, it too will freeze even outside. Now, in this particular case, we're going to have the inside of the vehicle warmed up and keep it warm so that things don't freeze so that you have the ability then to drink water and so on. Uh and again, folks, there are so many devices now that are out on the market where, you know, you, you can even heat the inside of the car by, by plugging in and all sorts of different things along those lines. The key there is, and this is on the, on the vehicle side now, on the, on the automotive side, be careful not to run too many things 
without keeping the vehicle running and the battery charged. The last thing you want is a dead battery. Because then we do not have any heat other than the candle that John was talking about earlier. Another tip on vehicles, and this is not always easy to do, but, you know, because it depends on where you're at when things happen. Keep your tank at least half full all winter long. You get to half a tank, fill it up. Do not run it all the way down to an eighth of a tank and then fill up. If you're at a half a tank at all times and then we have any kind of an issue like we're talking about right now, that half a tank of gasoline could last days when it comes to keeping your vehicle warmed up. You're only going to need to run it about once an hour, five, ten minutes. Could you do that for several days? Absolutely, with a half a tank of gas. These new cars are so fuel efficient that, yes, you'd be able to do that, no problem. Now, one thing you got to do, and we t- we've talked about this on Drive Radio numerous times, make sure the tailpipe is clear. We don't want carbon monoxide coming back into the vehicle. But again, we're going to be getting out of the vehicle periodically, not straying from that vehicle, but you're going to get out of the vehicle periodically if you're stuck just to make sure that we've got the tailpipe clear. We're going to use the restroom, things along those lines. You're going to stretch your legs. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but we're not going to stray very far from the vehicle. Now, for a lot of people, this is natural. For some, it is not. For me personally, I also think one of the things I want in the vehicle at all times, and I I have a concealed carry permit, so I'm going to carry a weapon at all times. Why? I don't know the riffraff that's going to come around. And I want to be protected, especially in that situation. Now, that's something where you need to know The weapon, you need to be trained, you know how to handle a firearm, all those different things. It's a show in and of itself that I guess I should dedicate maybe here beginning of the year. Uh, I don't want people owning firearms that have never owned one and don't know how to handle them. But if you do and you know how to handle them, should you have one with you when you're traveling? I think so, yes. The way I was raised, I've never gone on a road trip yet not carrying. Even before I had a concealed carry permit, I carried in the car. And there's laws I know in different states accordingly how that works and so on. Yes, you have to follow the rules and so on. But I'll be honest with you, in the 58, well, I'm 58 years old. I didn't always, you know, I haven't been traveling and carrying since I was born. But by the time I was 16 of years of age and up and I would go anywhere long distance, I carried. Uh, I've never had an issue when it came to that. Just never been an issue, folks. So... Follow state laws, know where you're going, and so on. And I know there, there's some cities that are more more hyped up on their gun control laws than others. But uh, I, I guess I'm one where I would rather worry about that when that time comes, and I'm going to be safe in the meantime. That's just me personally. You have to do whatever you do. But I want something to protect myself from uh, some knucklehead that's out running around, some, some crazed maniac uh, riff-raff running around, uh, end-of-the-world scenario. Of course, you're going to make sure you can protect yourself. This is part of your bug-out bag. Uh, but on top of that, I just want to make sure wild animals, things along those lines, I'm going to be protected at all times, no matter what. And typically, not always, typically you're going to have somebody with you when you're traveling long distances, but sometimes you're going to make a solo trip. If that's the case, by all means, you want to make sure that you're protected in that way. So again, that's one of those things where you've got to do what's right for you. I can, I'm not going to get into what do you carry, what type of firearm, what caliber, and so on. 
that is a conversation that we could literally chat about numerous shows. Everybody has a personal preference. It's like, you know, do I drive a Toyota, a Chevy, a Cadillac, or a Ford? Folks, they all do the same thing at the end of the day. They'll all go from A to B. It's a matter of how they do it, which one do you prefer, which one do you feel most comfortable in, which one do you like the most. Firearms are very much the same way. And that's a whole conversation that, frankly, I haven't gotten into on Ready Radio because, honestly, that's what gun stores are for. Go find a good gun store, gun range. They can walk you through all of that. A good gun store can tell you exactly what you need. Uh, that, that Again, this is a show in and of itself that I may or may not get to down the road. We'll see. Uh, that That's a topic that literally we could talk about for a very long time, and there's no direct right or wrong answer for anyone when it comes to that. It's all in my opinion, personal preference. I've got a few more tips that I want to talk about here, and I did want to get into a little bit more of the, uh, you know, the, the, the power station, the substation that was shot out earlier this week. Those are things that I think we need to be paying more close attention to. That was a situation that happened that you're at home, and it happens, and you're now without power for X amount of time. And for most people, no power means no heat. What are you doing in the middle of winter when you have no heat? We'll talk a few more a few more things on that as soon as I come back. I got a few more tips here as we get to the end of the year I want to share with you as well. Ready Radio, we'll be right back. This is KLZ 560. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? 
Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call absolute electrical heating and air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. All right, we are back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Jennifer in Lafayette, welcome. Hi, John. May I make a suggestion? Always. Um, If you have to be stranded in your vehicle at night and you have to go out into the foliage for a few minutes, maybe it might be a good idea to put on your four-way flashers just so you don't become disoriented. Good point. Great idea, Jennifer. Because yeah, you know, and one of the one other thing on that too, Jennifer, that is you just said that depending upon, you know, the storm and and who you are and so on. This is also where you know we always talk about having some rope in a vehicle. You know, the the you know rope maybe isn't the right word, but the the. Uh, Paracord. Paracord. There we go. Thank you. I, I was looking for the right word, the paracord. That's another another thing, too, where, you know, you can slam that paracord cord in the door itself as you leave and, you know, keep that tied to yourself. You'll always find your way back. This is true. Which isn't a bad, anyway. you know, depending upon the storm, isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. No, that's, that's a great idea, Jennifer. Thank you. And, you know, also on that, this is something else to... 
too. You see, you, know, you see all these different movies, and you wonder if this stuff actually really happens or not. But you know, if if you're going to exit the vehicle, to Jennifer's point, have your four ways on. Yes. Also, take the keys with you. Do not leave them in the vehicle for obvious reasons. The last thing we want is to be locked out of the vehicle in a situation like that. You come back, you forgot, you locked your keys in the car, now you can't get back in. Again, we've seen the movies, and does that really happen? You know, at times it probably does. You get, you know, to Jennifer's point, you get disoriented, things happen. So, you know, the best thing to do is just put that key in your pocket as you're leaving. Then you've got it with you. When you come back, you're ready to go. Now, again, at night, depending upon where we're at and how stranded we are and so on, we're not going to go far from the vehicle, even if it's just to use the restroom. Okay? We're not taking... Folks, I don't want you going more than, you know, five, ten steps away. Okay? This is... We're not going for a trek. Hopefully, you're in a spot to where you can get in and out and we're off the road or, you know... Again, how are you stuck? I don't know. That brings up a whole nother conversation. How'd you get stuck in the first place? I don't know. We're not, I'm not going there. You're stuck. Where are you stuck at? Don't know. Did you go off on the side of the road? Did you get on an off-ramp accidentally? Did you get disoriented driving? Did you run off the road? I mean, folks, all sorts of things happen as to where people end up. We've heard the stories of people being on a very major thoroughfare, not far from a metropolitan city. And somehow they, they, they drove off the side of the road, got down in a ravine. Maybe they're only 50 feet away from the main road, but they can't climb up for whatever reason. And sometimes they could be there for days until someone finds them. We've, we've heard these stories, and you think, that can't happen. It has. It's happened here in Colorado, believe it or not. It's happened in California. There are literally are places where the car is 50 feet from a roadway, People driving by as soon as things warm up a little bit and the snow's gone or the rain's gone or whatever the case may be, and the cars are zooming by and no one knows that car's down there. And we've, we've heard the stories where people have, have lasted three, four, five days a week in a vehicle like that. So things happen, and what I'm trying to prepare you all for is if that does How are you going to survive that? We're giving you tips on how to do that. So, yes, Jennifer, thank you for that. And the four ways are a big deal. It's also why we want to keep the vehicle battery up as best we can. Now, if you end up down in a ravine like that and uh, the vehicle is somehow, you know, damaged and maybe the engine won't even run, depending upon what it ran into going over, that's a whole nother situation that... I should probably get into on this program or drive radio. That's a whole nother thing. All right. As we get to the end of the year here, I got a few minutes left of things I wanted to talk about. Number one, to John's point, if your power went out for 72 hours, how do you survive? Something to think about. So what I want you to do as we get to the end of the year, take inventory. What do you have on hand? A lot of businesses are going to be going around now taking inventory. Why? Because it's getting close to their year end. I want you to do the same thing at home. What do you have? Now, you can take a physical inventory where you've got a spreadsheet or a notebook and you're writing everything down, or you know, you could just eyeball it. I don't care. But take inventory. What do you have on hand? Is it in one place or is it scattered all over? Do you want to put it in one place? 
I don't care, folks. As long as you know where everything is so that if something happens, you know what to do, that's all that matters. I don't care what you do with it. I don't care where it's stored, how it's stored. I don't care you put it in the tub. Whatever you want to do, do it. But I want you to take inventory. I also want you to video the contents of your house. Okay? Not not because of the prepper end, but for the insurance end. I want you videoing everything in the house. So if there's a, a total loss, you've also now got that handled. Wayne in Castle Rock. Hey, John. Uh, I don't know if you already mentioned this. I haven't listened to your entire show. But another thing that's a good idea to keep inside the car is a handful of candles. Um, no, John from somewhere... John from Cheyenne mentioned, you know, the old coffee cup in one candle. But, no, to your point, a handful is a great idea. Well, you know, I, I didn't believe that that would work. And then it was about 35 years ago. I thought, well, it's a cold night out. I'm going to see how warm uh, two or three candles lit up inside a car will heat it. And i got to tell you, it brought it up to where it was comfortable enough that I probably could have taken off my jacket. But it was only about 15 degrees and I wasn't real cold. It, you know what? But, but Wayne gives a great point. Okay, let's say that it's zero. Okay, so light a couple. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I did. I, I lit three up in an old Suburban. There you go. And, and by the way, that's a lot of area to heat on a Suburban. Yeah, it was. You know, you're, 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 you're not heating a Toyota Corolla. I mean, there's a lot of area on the inside of a Suburban. <laughs> And if it's an older yeah, Suburban, they had a lot of air leaks as well, so you're fighting that also. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. They're noisy, too, because of that. <laughs> exactly. So, no, you know what? Great tip. And, 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 again, these are things, and, Wayne, you know this, these are things that are very inexpensive, especially we get through the holidays now, and a lot of this stuff is on sale where it's literally, I mean, red candles will be at a huge discount once, Chris, once Christmas is over. So, you know what? Buy them, and even if you cut them in half, who cares? Absolutely. Well, I'm a big fan. Like I said, I didn't believe it, and I tried it, and it worked. Oh, they worked. And ever since then, I've always, I've always kept some candles in the car. Great tip, well Wayne. They, thank as you. Well as, they, as well as a functioning lighter to light them. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, without that, yeah. <laughs> because you know what? Cars don't have those anymore. Right. New cars don't have lighters like what we grew up with. So, you know, lighters don't last forever. If you put them in your glove box, you might check them every six great months to make sure it still functions. That's a great point. Wayne, thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. I'll go to Jim. Jim, you'll probably be our last caller. What's up, sir? Hey, uh, John, I'm going to tell you a really quick story about what you were just talking about here a minute ago. Sure. Okay. And you're, and you're so right on about what you're talking about. So this one I lived up on, Lookout, or my family lived up on Lookout Mountain. And uh, it was probably around... This time of the year, my dad and I, this is probably about 6 or 7 o'clock at night, we're going to go down to Golden for something. Okay. And, and we're coming around uh, on US 40 right there. We're coming around the curve, and my, my dad all of a sudden, he, he gets ready to stop. I go, what are you stopping for, Dad? He goes, there's a car down, down in the ravine. I go, no, there ain't. And he goes, yeah. He goes, there's a car down there. I says, he backed up. He says, see the lights? The lights yeah. are pointing straight, straight up off the snow. And I'm like... I'm like, Dad, Dad, I can't believe you saw that. And he goes, yeah, he knows the car. And if that car had not had, had their lights on, my dad and, my, and I would have never found that woman in that car that night. There you, how long had she been there, Jim? Oh, probably a couple of hours. Okay. If you hadn't found her, who knows how long? Yeah, and, and for, everybody, uh, for everybody's information, I think it was like within the last 10 years, there was a woman that was coming down out of Breckenridge. Breckenridge to, what is that, Fraser over there? Yes. Okay, 
that woman did die in that car, and she was down in a ravine, too, no more than about probably 50 feet to 100 feet off the road, and she died in that accident. On the way she down to Frisco is what it would have been. Yeah, no, Jim, yeah, that yeah, makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, John, I'm going to tell you something. You can't expect everybody to do, like, you know, people that really pay attention because when you got people that hit cop cars on the side of the road. I know. I know. You know that tells you everything right there. You're right, Jim. You are correct. No, great. Hey, but hey, thank you. Great story, by the way. Yeah. Just just reiterates yeah. what we've been talking about. Things happen. And again, folks, this whole program is designed to help all of you not only help yourself, but then spread this around and let other people know the same thing. It, it's why we do it. Again, Charlie and I talked about this for a very long time. Uh, finally, you know, finally put everything together where we we're, were able to do this and get it fired off. And and we've had a good time doing it. We'll keep doing it. We have no plans on stopping. Uh, one other thing, too, if you or anybody you know would like to participate in what we do sponsorship wise, please let me know. We'd love to have more sponsors. You know, the more the merrier. Not only does it help you, it helps us. You know, there's a cost to doing this program. And if you if you've got the ability to help us with that and you want to get your name out and have some marketing and advertising at the same time, Please let me know. Just go right to the website, ready-radio.com, ready-radio.com. Fill out the contact us. We'll get together. We make it very easy. Uh, I'm more of a handshake kind of a guy. We don't have any, you know, long-term hardcore contracts. It's just not how I do things. Um, I feel like if I'm getting your results, you'll stay. And for all the people we have here, they do. It's really that simple. So, yeah, if you would like to participate in what we do here on an ongoing basis, please let me know and share this. Go to ready-radio.com, share the programs that we have, let other people know what we're doing. Uh, if you feel like somebody can benefit from what we're doing, you know, send a link on to them uh, by all means. But one last thing, don't forget, put together your regular financial budget as we head to 2023, we talked during the Daily Show Rush to Reason about all the things coming up with inflation and the economy and those different things. One of the best things to do to be prepared is make sure financially you're where you need to be. So put a budget together, know where you're going to be, how's it going to work, how are you going to get to where you need to be, and stay safe and secure through 2023. That's our goal for you. So, guys, uh, speaking of Rush to Reason, that's coming up next. Myself and Andy, we've got some movie reviews for you, as we always do. If you're listening to this as a replay, thank you very much. Again, go to ready-radio.com. This is klzradio.com. Views and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.